0: we are regularly having Canadian airlines and Canadian airports among the worst in the world. Now, if you've got the three most delayed airlines in the world are all Canadian, doesn't that tell you there's a problem? If we've got five of the top 20 airports for delayed departures being Canadian, doesn't that tell you that there's a problem? It does unless you are part of the Trudeau government or One of their supporters, because at that point, you're just saying, no, it's the bad airlines. It's the bad airports.
1: Yeah, that is Brian Lilly talking with Arlene Bynan, who's been filling in for John Oakley all week. And I just thought it's interesting because some people are pointing the finger squarely at Ottawa like Brian is. And other people are pointing the finger at the airlines that overbooked um, prematurely. They just added so many flights and they did not have the people to deal with not just the flights, but to deal with the baggage. There's actually, this is how bad things have got for Air Canada and baggage. Someone has put together a Twitter handle for Air Canada lost my luggage. It now has a, its own Twitter account, Air Canada lost my luggage at AC lost my luggage. And people have been writing about it. Like this one woman, I really just want my wedding dress. Another woman said, my family's been without our luggage since June 17th. It's the 7th of July. They went on their cruise without their luggage. I'm willing to be part of any class action or protest at this point, this person said. Another one of uh, luggage um, sis, uh, luggage situation where there's two dog carriers just left with this group of luggage. And it's like, someone please help these dogs. It is uh, mayhem. Not just here in Canada, but Air Canada has a bit of a problem, to say the very least, when somebody's setting up a Twitter handle for them. I wanted to talk about, you know, how do, we, how do we rectify this situation as quickly as possible? Because we can talk about how things are stalled, but until we try and find answers, we're just spinning our wheels. Howard Levitt is a, a frequent trier, traveler, rather. He is also one of Canada's leading employment and labor relations lawyers, and he's on the show. Welcome to the program, Howard. Good to have you on.
0: Well, thank you for that introduction, other than one of, but okay, I'll take it. <laughs> Keep going.
1: <laughs> you're So you're a frequent traveler. What's your experience been like of l- late? Oh,
0: it's been a nightmare. I've had, in the last six flights, four cancellations, and nothing less than an hour and a half delay. The last one, actually, second last one, I was only 40 minutes late coming out of Calgary, coming back to Toronto. And I thought, that's great, just 40 minutes. But then I'm stuck on the ground in Toronto on the airport tarmac for three hours. And when I finally get out of the plane three hours later, I wait two more hours for the luggage. At least I didn't lose it. And I'm a yeah. super late. I mean, I'm the highest level of is take super care. But when I try and call super late, which which used to answer simultaneously. I wait 45 minutes and then get no answers.
1: So you say there are solutions for staffing shortages, and there it's are. not the, the mass hiring that's going on right now. You actually think there's so, there's a solve that would be much quicker. Can you walk us through what you think would be the correct way to quickly remedy the hell that has ensued at our airports?
0: Well, well first of all, it is wrong. There is not a mass hiring, maybe compared to before, but we're nowhere near the number of employees that had before COVID. So they're trying to get people back. when people say, just like in the restaurant industry, my God, I've been here for years. This is going to my career, and then I get laid off for two years. Maybe I better find a different job. Maybe I better find a different industry. So it's hard getting people back. If they can get people back or even hire new ones and quickly train them, we wouldn't be in this predicament. They'd have enough baggage handlers. They'd have enough people at the airport. They'd have enough people to handle, to go over the gates and let you in. That's what I waited for three hours for on the tarmac. They'd have people to come to the gate to open it up and let the aircraft in. So So this isn't
1: security staff. This is airline staff, you're saying? This is airline staff, yes. And
0: security staff, everybody. Because, of course, the GTA... The Greater Toronto Airport Authority had to lay off everybody. They they shut down for two years. There was no flying effectively, or there was such limited flying, and all of a sudden everybody wants to see their grandma again, everyone wants to see their cousin again, they want to see their friend again, they want to go to Vegas, they want us to go back to Europe, those who went there every year or two. Everybody's dying. Well, I guess that's probably a bad aphorism. Everybody's desperate, desperate to get out there and start living their lives again. So there's a surge of interest in trouble. Some people are still afraid, but most people want to get back to their own life. But there aren't the staff to do it. So what can they do? They've got to get people back to work. And they first of all got to be afraid because I understand there's some trepidation on the airlines part. Well, we call them back and then we lay them off again. But then he us for constructive dismissal. And now everybody understands when you're laid off, you can be sued for constructive dismissal. People didn't know that two years ago. Now they know and they believe it.
1: So they know their rights. And they
0: know so their rights. We're dealing
1: with this sav- a savvy labor force now. So now that we have a, an educated labor force, what do we do to get them back? Because you have to get them back.
0: Well, first of all, unionized employees can be laid off without a constructive dismissal claim, unlike non-union employees. And for non-union employees, have a contract saying you have the right to lay them off. But that's not going to encourage people to come back. So what else do you have to do? Well, give them, increase their wages. Imagine every time Air Canada cancels one flight, what's that worth to them? $120,000 or so? So give people a little more money and bonuses to come back and a repayable bonus. So they can't take the, take a $5,000 bonus or $10,000 bonus to return and then leave the next week. It has to be repayable if they leave within a certain period of time of their own volition. Right. Or have them also agree not to take vacation during these critical first few months when everybody wants to fly again. And the unions, by the way, are fighting against that, but employers are saying, boy, if I can get a big bonus for not taking vacation for these three months, that's that's wonderful. So do that and... Do we have to do financially to compensate people to come back? Because you're competing with the world. There's a massive staff shortage, not just in airlines, but everywhere in society right now. There's a a greater demand for employees than I've seen in 50 years. We have the lowest unemployment rate in 50 years. Anybody who wants a job can have 10 right now, which has had a big impact in wrongful special cases too. But that's another subject, the subject for another mm-hmm. day. But you're competing not just with other airlines to get your employees back. You're competing with everybody because people sure. are finding jobs everywhere. So you have to pay them more to get sure. them back. And but understand there's so much margin in airline tickets that you could do that. Incentivize.
1: Incentivize exactly. is what you're saying and show no. me the money. Airlines are gonna have to spend money anyways. This is a nightmare situation for them. Every time they delay, every time they cancel, every time they have car a planes waiting on the tarmac, that costs money. So why don't you you know you're gonna spend money, invest it in your staff. So you're saying offer a bonus to return, a sizable bonus, something that's yes. really tempting. And uh pay better wages, even if it's a temporary boost. Well, you know, things are crazy. We'll give you more money. Correct. Offer incentive to postpone your vacation time. I think a lot of people would say, okay, I'll put off my vacation. Why would I want to travel in that right now anyways? So I'll put it off. Maybe you could offer airline tickets to people that work with you. I mean, sure. there are so many ways to do this. How likely is it that these airlines are going to see the light, Howard, and take your advice?
0: Well, why haven't they so far is the question. Why is Air a saying, I'm going to cancel 15% of her flights for the next few months instead of doing this? And it's just insanity because they make so much money a ticket. So every mm-hmm. canceled flight represents, say, 100000 hundred thousand, one hundred twenty thousand. 120000 I haven't done the arithmetic, but it's got to be in that magnitude versus paying the few staff on that plane if you're taking it plane by plane an extra $10 an hour, and they get they get swarms of people because people love working for airlines. They like the lifestyle. Sure. They like the travel. They like yep. the free airline tickets. They love the tickets for family members, which are part of the bonuses employees get. And maybe instead of having to wait six months to get those benefits, give them to them immediately. And they'll have more people they can handle, and then the problem will be over.
1: Oh, my gosh. It's such an easy fix. Let's hope somebody's listening. Howard, thank you so much for joining us. I appreciate your time.
0: Well, thank you for having me. Anytime.
1: Cheers. Howard Lovitz is a frequent traveler and an employment lawyer and labor, labor relations lawyer.